All right. Happy 2021. We're back. Trumbull Dads. Um, happy New Year, because this is the first edition of the 2020 podcast series, Trumbull Dads. Um, alongside myself, Nate Moyer, we got Rob Finn and Brian. We call him BG. Uh, we're going to talk a little talk a little sports today. We're going to talk a little NHL, a little NFL. And if we have the time, we'll talk a little NBA. We'll put that at the end. We'll see if we get enough time. Um, so, guys, first off, Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Yeah. Uh, I, think you might have, I think you might have just said, well, first of the 2020. I know it still feels like we're in 2020, but we're it's 21, man. Oh, yeah. It's been a crazy, crazy few days. Um, that being said, guys, what are we what are we drinking tonight? This is what we always, you know, start off our podcast with. What are we drinking tonight? We'll start with you, Brian. What do you got tonight? Tonight I got a back east a double scoop. One of my favorites is ice cream man. And uh, went to the store and saw the double scoop. I've seen uh, Nate have it. I might have even had one from him before. Um, couldn't pass it up. Always really good. The double IPA, eight point four percent. It's good stuff. All right, we'll check back in with you at the end of the podcast. See if that double scoops <laughs> treating you well. Rob, what do you got over Please there? Please do. I ended twenty twenty with Vermont beer, and this year I'm starting with a Virginia beer, uh, Aslan Beer Company. Buddy Jimmy got it for me. A uh, little green hell Indian pale ale. Uh, they're based in Alexandria, Virginia. If you see Aslan Beer Company, definitely pick up some. They make some really good stuff. Uh, state of my former alum, James Madison. So always happy to support uh, little Virginia beers here. Good stuff. Yeah, I have a good friend in Alexandria. Um, he has actually visited me last year and brought me up some Aslan. Uh, I think it was like a pumpkin orange or not, not pumpkin. It was something with orange starfish or something. It was really good too. So very, very good stuff there. Um, I have got a new park brewing company, which is in West Hartford, Connecticut. I have a blender series, which is almost like a fruit wheat beer. It's called Festivus. So it came out right around December. It's Festivus. Very, if you're a big Seinfeld fan, you know what Festivus is. Festivus for the rest of us. So uh, I think it's my last one. It's got a little, uh, it's it's a wheat beer, but it's got a little raspberry, cranberry, cherry, cinnamon. Quite quite good. Definitely one of my favorites from them. Um, all right. So NHL, they announced that their divisions this year are going to actually have sponsors attached to them. So this is this is a little interesting. So what what do you guys think about this? Is this something that First off, what are your what are your thoughts on it just to, to begin with? But do you think other leagues might actually take this on? You might do you think like the NFL might do it, the NBA might do it, because we've already seen advertisements show up on NFL practice jerseys and NBA game jerseys. So Rob, what what's your what's your take on this? And then do you also think other other sports leagues might do the same? Here's my take. I think it's brilliant by the NHL. Um, they probably have the lowest income of any of the four major sports, and they are thinking outside the box on how to raise some money. Um, obviously, with COVID, you know, ticket sales, they got to think things differently. So, I think it's it's a it's a smart move to raise some additional revenue. Um, I, I was concerned that it is only a one year deal for this. That's something like naming rights. You you would do a, like a long term deal, but maybe they're just testing the waters. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out from years two and three, but I, I think it's a smart move. Um, you know, it's good for them. It's going to give them some additional funding, and I think they needed it. I don't think it's going to transfer to other leagues. I think the 
NFL makes too much money. MLB makes too much money on naming rights and different things. I just don't see them needing this as an extra revenue source. But who knows? You know, uh, and, uh, NFL makes billions. Maybe they want another billion. Who knows? I couldn't imagine what those naming rights would be on those uh, on those divisions in the, uh, of the NFL. But I think it's a smart move, and I congratulate them. It's a good, you know, it's a one year test. Let's see how it goes. I don't know. Brian's more of the NHL guy. He's a traditional. So what does he think? Oh, Brian, what do you think? It's garbage. Absolute garbage. Uh, I mean. If it means I don't have to watch another Honda Pilot commercial during an NHL game, then I'm okay with that. Uh, but I mean, you got Honda, Discover, Mass Mutual, and Scotia. You know, I guess that's Scotia Bank up in Canada. But like, I'm all for naming the divisions, but don't just do sponsors. Be like, oh, the North Division brought to you by Scotia. Like, no, come on, I'm not buying it. Not cool. I don't care how much money they're going to get off of this. If you're gonna, if you want names for the divisions, do what you have: the Norris Division, the Selkie Division, or name them after you know players, uh, more current players, Gretzky or How, you know that kind of thing. Um, but not, not a corporate sponsorship. Uh, I just think it it, it tarnishes the the tradition you, of the game. You know, I haven't it, read. It's, I haven't read too much into it. Do you think that it's going to play out to each team like? Are they going to have to represent the Mass Mutual logo on their jersey on every team? No, Do you think they're that not going to have better have ads? There's, they're not there yet. I mean, you've seen hockey jerseys in Europe and the KHL. You know, there's right. loads of advertising. You look at soccer everything. jerseys in Europe, right? Do you think? Yeah. Would you have been more opposed if we call it the Gordy, you know, the Howe Division or you know Gretzky Division? But I know, actually presented. I would by, actually prefer to yeah, see an sure. advertisement. I'd prefer to see an advertisement on a hockey jersey than I would have a division brought to you by a certain sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, it's you tough because that's going to be a lot of like everybody's got to change websites. Everyone's gotta, every time an announcer's got to refer it, you yeah. got to mention that. Oh, here's, we have a di- and, North Division matchup brought to you by Mass Mutual. I mean, it just and how many times are they going to mess that up? Every single time they're talking. Oh, the Capitals uh, are t- in the East. I'm in the Mass Mutual East. I mean, yeah, yeah it, they're going to mess that up. It just takes away from from it i mean i i guess it'll just play in the background a little bit you know when they're you know putting it on the website and on you know the newspaper or something however you're looking at the standings but i don't know i just think it's cheap it's tacky no good you know and you've looked at you look at um the college bowl games how those always have advertisements right it's the you know instead of some of them have taken they've lost the name it's just whatever the sponsor and bowl game is right so um, the one, the only bowl game that's different, I think, is the Rose Bowl. They refuse to have the logo, the um, company first. It's always the Rose Bowl game presented by. Everything else is like the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, um, you know, the Allstate Sugar Bowl. I mean, so you, yeah, you, you've seen the that. Bowl. I think it's pretty much a Tostitos Bowl and not the Fiesta Bowl anymore. Yeah, well, that's the that's PlayStation. PlayStation bought the rights to that a few years ago, so that's that's changed. But you're right; everybody remembered the Tostitos. Fiesta Bowl. Before that, I think it was like the IBM OS2 Fiesta Bowl. Um, before that, I think it was <laughs> right, the Sunkist exactly. Fiesta Bowl. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, sometimes you remember these, but now you've got the Tony the Tiger Bowl. Well, that's, that's, that's you know, from Kellogg's, right? But um, so I, I get what you both are saying on that. And I, Brian, do you think it might transition to other leagues, like maybe lower leagues, like let's say the MLS that doesn't have a lot of revenue coming in? Do you think they might they might sponsor their divisions or... 
I, I don't think any of the league's going to do it. I mean, MLS might do something. I don't think they'll name divisions that way. If anything, they'll have ad, ads on their jerseys. And I think they've, they do now. I mean, that, that's pretty much football around the world. I mean, I'm sorry, soccer. Uh, but it's, uh, th- 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 I think that's just more common practice. Here's but, one it, thing I think it's a bad or could potentially be bad. Because every team, I've worked in minor league sports, every team obviously has sponsors, right? They work their their butts off. You look at here, Harbor Yard Arena, right? So it's the Webster Bank Arena now. So now what happens if a Chase Bank, Patriot Bank, they want to go in there? Now you got two logos, two brands competing names in there. It's going to get tricky and dicey when you have the Mass Mutual Bowl and then you have uh, Edward Jones, you know, representing so-and-so team. You know, it, it's going to get dicey. So at least they did it one year to testing the waters. But it, it gets complicated when you have a large potential sponsor like that. Yeah, yeah. And definitely the NHL struggled this year because obviously, like you said, they don't they don't make as much revenue. And obviously with COVID and empty stadiums, they didn't. They certainly are probably hurting financially more than some of the other ones. Um, all right. So uh, the NFL season, the regular season essentially wrapped up last week. Um we got the playoff set. We're going to actually do our playoff predictions in a few minutes here. But uh, first off, I want to get your biggest disappointment and your biggest surprise. So, Brian, we'll start with you. Which one? You can do your, you can do your surprise or your disappointment. I'll let you kick it off. Which one do you want to start with? Ooh, that's like asking for the bad news first. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it's, it's 2021. We're trying a new thing here. I think my, you know, I think the biggest surprise out of all of this was from a team that didn't even make the playoffs, and that was the Eagles in the final game just tanking completely not because of the giants could have won the division if they won that game that that really has nothing to do with it the giants could have won other games throughout the regular season and won the division themselves um but just the way they conducted themselves during that game calling plays taking jalen hurts out you know when he could have played and they could have you know you i feel like in the nfl you play every week to win the game that's how the players play and that's how it's just how it's done you know you saw that with the jets they could have gone over and got the number one pick and they went out and what they win two games, almost three, you know, like towards the end of the season, good for them. You know, they played hard. And at the end of the day, these guys are playing every Sunday for, for a contract and pl- playing for money. So if they, they tank and they're not playing well, it takes away from their own value. So, I, you know, I, I just think that was, that was poor. Uh, but if we're talking about teams that actually made the playoffs, you know, I, I I'm surprised the bears made it in. I think they're, they're my, uh, big surprise there. Um, and uh, what was the other thing you need from me, Nate? No, no, that's fine. So we're doing, you're doing your biggest surprise. So if you have any other more surprise, then I'll kick it to Rob. Then we'll, we'll start with Rob and do go back to the disappointment. Yeah, so that works. All right, Rob, what's, what's your biggest surprise? Rob, what do you got? Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it off to the uh, Washington football team. Alex Smith. That was my biggest surprise. I'm, I'm glad he had a great comeback season. I'm surprised he, uh, was able to come back from all those surgeries. And you know what? He's played really well. Like I got to watch a few of their games. And I would say of all the teams that I hate losing to, the Washington football team is the least. Um, I hate the hate the Cowboys, hate the Eagles. I feel like the Skins, we've had their number for a number of years, and I used to live down in that area. So I got a lot of Skins friends, fa- fans' friends. So I was okay. I was happy to see Alex Smith. So good luck to them. I don't think they're going to win, but you know, happy to see him back on the playing field and playing well with Ron Rivera beating uh, Cancer too. 
And I think my biggest disappointment, and I know they lost DeAndre Hopkins, but the Texans, man, they are wasting some really good talent. Finishing 4-12 and 12 in that AFC South, I really thought they'd be competing more. I mean, Deshaun Watson led the league in passing. They got J.J. Watt, and they finished. If they were in any other division other than the East, they'd be in last place. You know, just because they have Jaguars, that's the only reason why they're not. But that's, I mean, talk about a team that went from really high potential to, you know, what are they doing, rebuilding now? You know, you got Deshaun Watson there. They J.J. Watt, they're just wasting high talent. I would say those are, those are my biggest surprise and biggest disappointments right now. Yeah, well, Houston's got a case of the Dolans. You know, I think it's the ownership there that's really kind of killing them. You know, they, I think. Uh, well, they had Bill O'Brien. They fired him, and and he was also the GM, which is that's he gave tricky. too much power, too much power. You can't, you can never do that. I don't it think never we've ever seen out. a successful it never worked out. When is the last time we saw a successful coach that was also a GM that was successful? I don't think it's ever happened. Never. It's just, it's Never. just too much power, like you said, Rob. You've seen a successful coach take over as GM, and then it happens where they get fired. You've never seen it happen successfully. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Brian, what's your uh, what's your biggest surprise then? Uh, with with playoffs, well, any, um, anything, any regular season, anything that surprised you. Obviously, we hit the disappointments, but uh, what's your what's your biggest surprise? Yes, I was definitely disappointed there. No, I think uh, my biggest surprise this year was the Browns. You know, I think uh, we looked at them as a team, you know, that if, if their offense and everything got it together, uh, they'd be really good. Uh, I think I'm just more surprised that they were actually pretty good. And they lost. Uh, they lost Odell. They did lose Odell. And honestly, I think they're even better without Odell. I, I think, think so. Odell takes too much, uh, too much attention away from the other players on the field that are, that are being very productive. Um, Baker didn't feel pressured to throw to Odell. Uh, that kind of opened things up. You saw Jarvis Landry getting a lot of catches. Uh, you saw Peoples getting a lot of catches. Uh, T, um, what's his name, Njoku, he started getting some catches too. So I think kind of spreading it around. Baker was playing well. Uh, and then getting uh, Chubb back after injury, that helped That helped too. You know, they, they got their running game back. And their defense has always been solid, but... You know, hey, you know, here we are talking about them and, and how good a team they are. Uh, I think we just always wrote them off as, oh, well, they're the Browns and they'll probably underperform. Uh, but they got a first round matchup against the Steelers. And honestly, you know, the, the Steelers are, are a favorite. I think the Browns can beat them. You know, the Steelers are kind of on the downswing going into the playoffs here. You know, they started off undefeated, lost a lot of tough games uh, towards the end there. Maybe they're losing steam. I see the Browns coming out of the first round. All right. Yeah, we're gonna get the predictions. So I'm gonna throw out my my biggest surprise. Um, I think of the season was honestly that we got all the games in. I think we started seeing some of those COVID things happening. Um, I think the NFL adjusted. I mean, we had what a Tuesday game or a Wednesday game. Is that the Ravens that kept getting pushed back? Um, had you know, but nothing got canceled. Everything kind of got postponed. Game, all the games got in, which I think is a credit to the NFL and and. Um, these organizations, because obviously that's that's tough. I mean, this is even the NBA; they put them in a bubble. Uh, but this this was this was tough. So I, I was uh, I think that was my biggest surprise. I was expecting more games to get canceled. Um, I was expecting to see, you know, uh, them expand the playoffs with canceling a couple weeks or seeing a team go into a playoff. I think we had something with the Browns, but it sounds like they're a full go for for their game. But um, I think that's my biggest surprise. I think the biggest disappointment, obviously, is as a Cardinals fan. Um, after we started out five and two to, and also knocked off the Bills, 
with the uh, Hale Murray pass. I think that's that's probably my biggest disappointment, especially in the end when they could have beaten. All they had to do was beat the Rams in the final week last week, and um, the Rams had a backup quarterback, and the Cardinals still couldn't win that game. So that was that was pretty. I guess that's my biggest disappointment of the season. So, all right, switching gears a little bit, we're going to go into our predictions for the NFL playoffs. Since we usually do this podcast every two weeks, we will probably do the first round and the second round from you guys. So I'll probably just go down the line. We're going to start with the AFC. But first off, I want to say how cool is this that we're going to have three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday with the new playoff format with only one bye week. Uh, one team getting a bye week in each division, which is pretty exciting. What do you guys think of that? Do you like the three and three? Or is that just going to be too much? You'd rather have it all on a Sunday? What do you think, Rob? I will say that uh, I have to admit, up until about two weeks ago, uh, I totally forgot we were doing this. So when I'm looking up, like, how are these guys still in the playoffs? My mind was blown that there were going to be seven teams in this. And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, this is cool. I think the first, the, the top team should be the only team to get a bye. You know, finishing second, you know, you finish second. Second place is the first loser. Why should you get a bye? So I think this is great. Adds an extra team. Adds three games Saturday, three games Sunday. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. I love it. More of it. All right. Brian, what do you think? Would you like it? Uh, Too much? I totally agree. I think, this is the, I think this is the way it should be. Oh, yeah. It's not adding another week. So I think it's perfect. I don't know if our wives yeah, feel the not, same way, but... You know, this is this is great. This is, you know, instead of Sunday being football, you know, you've it's got a to... more condensed schedule. You know, it's not, you know, basically from one to 11 at night, you got a good 10 hours, 11 hours of football. Listen, we lost a lot of sports time during COVID, so I think we're making up for it now. Yeah. All right. So um, what do you what do you think, Brian? You want to start with AFC or NFC? Which one? Let's go AFC. AFC. All right. I'm going to give you the first crack at this. You kind of already mentioned it, but Cleveland and Pittsburgh. What do you What do you think? Who's your team? It sounds like you were saying Cleveland, but Cleveland. Yeah, I think I think Cleveland wins that game. Okay. Why do you think they're going to win? Well, you've kind of already talked about it, so we'll go. We'll go to Rob. You already kind of talked about that. We'll get more of an info on your uh, your next picks. Rob, what's your take? Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going Pittsburgh. I think they. Uh... They still played them tough last week, and they sat half their team. So I think that was a test for Tomlin. He's going to have a game plan, and they're just going to steamroll over the Cleveland Browns. Not even a shot. Just going to be second quarter. They're going to start pulling. Uh, away. It's going to be over. I, I don't think it'll be. A, I don't think they'll pull away. But I think Steelers will be in full control of that game. Cleveland will be playing from behind the whole time. Yeah, I think uh, I would agree with Rob on this one. I think it's going to be Pittsburgh. I think Cleveland kind of showed. Um, how they're going to do against Pittsburgh last week when Pittsburgh didn't even have Big Ben starting. That was the backup QB. And I'm a couple, I think they had a Mason couple defensive guys. I think they had a couple uh, defensive guys sitting too, and they still couldn't get it done. And Cleveland's more of a running team anyway, so if they get behind, that's that doesn't play to their strength. Um, next game, Colts versus Bills. So, Rob, we'll start with you on this one. Colts and Bills. I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. Um, you know, they got... They're allowing fans in there. I think Bills Mafia is going to be out being loud. I know it's only like, I don't know, 22% of the capacity or whatever it is. But, no, I think Buffalo has been playing very well. Josh Allen has been on fire lately. Um, I think they just, they're just they fired up. Nothing against the Colts. I think they'll make it a close game, but I think Buffalo is just ultimately going to take that game. Okay, Brian? 
Yeah, I'm going to have to agree there. The Bills are too strong. They're coming in hot. Uh, they haven't made the playoffs in a long time. Yeah, I can't say that. I don't really the know. Colts, the Colts Colts. secondary has been suspect all year. I mean, they lost some yeah, close the Col- games. The Colts, really, their defense is eh. They have no running game. Uh, but they're relying on Phillip Rivers. I, I can't. I wouldn't put any stock into Phillip Rivers' playoff uh, right. games at all. Yeah. Uh, and the Bills, they're they're built differently. You know, their their defense is stout. They got a running game somewhat, but they have Josh Allen, I guess, is their running game and their passing game. Stefan Diggs is real deal. So, you know, the, the, they'll blow them out. That's a total blowout right there. All right. I like those. I like that pick. I'm I'm uh, taking the Bills as well. Plus, you got to factor in how cold it's going to be. Indianapolis plays in a dome. You got to go play in Buffalo. Buffalo is not, you know, not, not exactly Tampa Bay, right? It's not going to be a nice weather down there. It's going to be pretty... Pretty chilly, but Bills Mafia will—they uh, don't care. They'll—they'll they'll play and they'll sit and watch their team play in twenty negative twenty degrees if they have to. Um, I, one thing, fun thing about the the Colts is their head coach Frank Wright was part of the year that the greatest comeback ever uh, against the Oilers in Buffalo. Houston quarterback yeah. when um, Jim Kelly went down and he wrote the ship, so he's actually well liked in uh, in Buffalo. But I think everybody's not going to have a problem rooting against. Them I remember game. where I was that day. I was at my grandmother's house during that day. I remember they came back. It's weird that you remember times we were there, but I remember watching that game and family members like, oh, man, Frank Wright. Oh, they're coming back. They're coming back. I remember watching that game and watching the comeback. Do you know what the score was when the Bills started the comeback? Do you know how far down they were? 35 to 3. 35 to 3, I think. 35 to 3. That's right. And they came back. They took the lead 38-35, and then Houston hit a field goal at the end to tie it, and they put it overtime. Yep. Pretty exciting. Um, okay, Brian, we'll start with you on this one. Titans and Ravens. Titans and Ravens, Brian. Titans, Ravens. Oof. That's a, you know, I think that's going to be the the toughest matchup to pick in all of these playoffs. Uh, you know, you can't count the Ravens out. I think they're actually the the better team than the Titans, or at least they should be. Uh, but I've seen some games from Baltimore that I don't know. I feel like you don't know what you're going to see that that week. If uh, if Lamar is running around all over the place, which is going to be tough because Titans still have some good defense, um, you know their coach is a New England pedigree, and he's got that he's he's righted that ship. You know Tannehill and AJ Brown, Derrick Henry is pretty much unstoppable. I don't think we've ever seen a beast like that before. Uh, he is so good. Um, I see Titans. Titans win that game. All right, Titans. Rob, what about you? Derrick Henry, 250 yards again. Uh, I'm going to go again. I say Baltimore because I don't – I disagree with Brian. I think Tennessee's defense has been suspect all year. They've given up a lot of points. Um, And I I know they did – I believe they did beat the Ravens this year earlier, about halfway through. Um, The Ravens, they could have been – they could have won more games, but they had a lot of COVID problems for a few weeks, right? So I, I think the Ravens are hot. I think they're out for revenge from last year. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And you, when you're playing from behind, you can't be running Derrick Henry all the time. So I think what's going to happen is Ravens take the lead. Tannehill's going to have to force passes. They're going to take Derrick Henry out of the game. And the Ravens are going to win something like 31-24. Okay. 
I, th- I think there's been 17 weeks of people trying to take Derrick Henry out of the game. It doesn't work. You can't. But when you're playing <laughs> from behind, when you're playing from behind, when you're playing from behind, you have to. I they think that's play, the difference. I remember they were playing from behind in the second half. Derrick Henry had like 40 yards going into the fourth quarter. He ended the game with 175 yards. Like he just he wears down defenses. He just yeah, but he got he a lot of yards in the last two weeks. They play the Broncos and Jaguars. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. I, I, he's he he wasn't gonna get in two hundred two thousand yards. He was at like fifteen hundred, which is still good. But he freaking blew up in the last two weeks to get into one of those. I, I I just don't think. I think the Ravens, if they get the lead, they're not gonna re, they're not gonna lose it. All right, both both great points. I will take the Titans. I am just not sold on um, the Ravens winning this with. Uh, I'm blanking on his, the quarterback's name. What's his name? Lamar. Right? Lamar. Jeez, Lamar Jackson. Um. So I, I think I'm not sold on Lamar. He's got to win a playoff game for me to get on board with that. I think the Ravens are a good team. I think they have a great coach. Um, Harbaugh's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. But I, I don't until I see Lamar win win a playoff game. I'm not I'm not sold on him. So I'll take the Titans and Tannehill and Derrick Henry. I think they'll they'll get the job done. And you you've got the coach pedigree too. So um, they were right there last year. They were in the AFC Championship. So they you know they they know what they're doing. This is not new to them. Um, all right, so we will switch gears and go to the NFC. So, Rob, we will start with you, the L.A. Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going Seattle, home team. They're very consistent. The Rams have been up and down all year. They hot for a little bit, but that they have not been playing well. So I definitely think, um, I definitely think Seattle is just going to take that game. I think Russell Wilson's a playoff experience machine, and I, I, I think they're just going to take it. I don't know. I don't have a prediction. I think they'll win by a touchdown, maybe 10 points. Okay. Brian? Yeah, I think Seahawks win that game. You know, the Rams uh, were very good last year. They had a good running game. Uh, Rams actually have, I think, one of the best defenses in the league. So, you know, their their defense is, is great. But I don't think Goff and that offense can uh, can really keep them off the field. You know, I think Seattle's defense is going to get a lot of three and outs. Um, Rams D will be on the field for a long time, and Russell Wilson will just, you know, break him down, you know, quarter by quarter. Uh, he's, got, he's got DK Metcalf, who's just another. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if he's human. He, he's a monster out there. Uh, you know, the new Megatron, Babytron, whatever you want to call him, but he's he's that good. Uh, Chris Carson's a pretty good running back too. So, you know, that, like you said, they have the experience. I think Seattle. Seattle wins that that game pretty easily. All right, no, those both both good picks. I think the Rams do have a good defense, but you're right. I don't know what um, the offense. Plus, you got you got to look at uh, Goff is coming off the the thumb surgery, broken thumb or whatever he had going on with his thumb that kept him up last week uh, when they were in the playoff bubble. So obviously, it was a big game last week and he couldn't go. So we'll see how he does. You know, I think he's going to have to have a, a, an amazing game to knock off Seattle. I think Seattle's ready for this. They usually do pretty well in the first round. Um, next game, Chicago and Saints. So, Brian, we'll start with you. Chicago Bears and the New, New Orleans Saints. Uh, Saints. Saints should win that game. Uh, the Bears, like I said, I think they were my surprise team to actually make the playoffs. I mean, obviously, we had the extra playoff spot. So, you know, you have, you're going to have a weaker team there. Uh, I, I think the Saints Saints win that pretty easily. I think they, they have the biggest point spread out of all the six games there. So, Vegas probably agrees, but Saints Saints should win that pretty pretty easily. All right, Rob. 
Drew Brees takes off his shoulder pads at halftime because he has to play the second half. Tyson Hill's going to come in because he's going to be up by four touchdowns, and he's not even going to ball the plane. They're going to be like, let's rest the 40-year-old old man there uh, for the second round. So, yeah, I think the Bears are – they squeaked in. I mean, what, they, they barely – I mean, if it wasn't for, what is it, uh, conference percentage record, it would have been the Cardinals, right, Nate? Yeah, I something mean, like that. The Card- when the so Cardinals lost, they got in. tiebreaker. Yeah. I also think they should have arm wrestled for that last spot because, you know, I think Kyle Murray would have been a much better game against the Saints than Mitch Trubisky. So I'm giving a little props to the Cardinals there. Um, I think next year we should have a fan vote. It's a tie between the Bears and Cardinals, and every fan should vote and see who gets the playoffs. I think that'd make things much more oh, fun. Oh, yeah, they should have something like that. That would be fun. Game. I think the Cardinals would have been a better game. They, had a, they kind of, you know, stuttered or, towards the end. But it's going to be the same. Too I soon, mean, Rob. Too yeah, soon. Let's, too let's, soon, let's not vote on anything. Maybe you could do like a skills challenge, right? Punt, pass, and kicks challenge with the you pick your there three you best go. players, put them on the field, time them, distance, all that stuff. Plus, you got Larry Fitzgerald. Give him a playoff game. Come on. You he's know? been to a Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's, he's been to a Super Bowl. He's had, he's had his playoff game. He's, 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 he's had he went, he went But nuts. he's almost done. Give him one more. Yeah, I hope he stays as long as he doesn't. He doesn't need as much money as he. I think he got eleven million dollars. He obviously didn't. As a fan favorite, he definitely deserves it. But you know, looking at what he did for the team this year, as as far as on the field, I don't think he's he can warrant eleven million. But uh, Cardinals fans will—they don't want him anywhere else. They want him there. Um, all right. So the next game is the Bucks and Washington. So the T- Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, the other forty-year-old quarterback, versus Washington. Rob, we'll start with you on this one. I think Tampa's offense is going to be too good. Washington's got a good defense. They've been playing well. Ron Rivera is an experienced coach, but I think touchdown Tommy, Antonio Brown, I think they're just going to put up too many numbers for Washington to play catch up. Uh, Washington's offense, you know, when they're they're all healthy and are playing well, they do well. Um, I, I just don't see them scoring more than 21, 24 points. So I just think Tampa Bay is going to take that game like 31-24, 31-21 at this point. Okay. All right, Brian. You going Washington? You on the Washington bandwagon over there? Or Tommy? Um, hey, look. You know, I, the, the, the Buccaneers are no question the better team. Uh, I don't think any NFC East team should have been in the playoffs this year. And that includes my beloved Giants. But uh, – I don't know. That we should have been, but the Eagles decided to pack it well, in. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But look, there were a couple of games the Giants should have won to during the regular season. That probably That's would have true. put them in the – probably would have won the division without having to have a you know team win or lose to, to get in. We, we could have done it ourselves, but we didn't. So And we, we didn't deserve it. We so, lost a lot anyway. of close games, unfortunately. So Yeah. That's what it happens. happens. But that, and that's what happens. So you see Washington in there. They're, they're hosting a playoff game. Uh, but – Tom Brady doesn't fare so well against the NFC East. So I think if there's going to be any kind of upset here, uh, Washington, they might squeak this out. I, th- I think we might. If any of these games are going to be a surprise, this could be the one. So you're taking Washington? I'll take Washington. All right. I like that, Brian. I like going going against the grain. All right. Um, so, based on all that, <clears throat> now we're getting down to the final two. I'm not going to do the math on which lower seed gets what. So, I'll the teams you. the teams next are 
So on the AFC side, Rob has Pittsburgh winning. Brian has Cleveland winning. Uh, you both have the Bills. Brian has the Titans, and Rob has the Ravens. Now the team that you're throwing in the mix now is the number one seed, which is the Chiefs. So of those four, you could just give me your final two that you think you're giving me in the conference championship. We'll just make it a lot easier because um, Brian's Brian's having a double IPA over there. I'm having a, a wheat beer. Rob's drinking. So Rob, what in the AFC with the two? <laughs> well, Rob's got two beers. He's showing me on the camera. Um, so Rob, <laughs> who are your top two in the AFC? So again, you picked you picked uh, Pittsburgh, the Buffalo Bills, and you picked the Ravens. And now you throw in the Chiefs. So those four, who do you like? Well, uh, based on my predictions, it'll be KC against the Ravens, and I think I think I'm going to give the edge to KC. I think it'll be a very tight game with the Ravens, but I'm going to pick Mahomes, um, and I think KC's going to win that. And then Buffalo and Steelers, again, it's going to be another tough, good game, and I'm going to give it to the younger guy, Josh Allen. So I I, I kind of want to see a Buffalo Kansas City AFC Championship. That would be cool. And the other side will be. Uh, Hold on, we're not there yet. We're going to do AFC and then we're going to jump over oh, to the AFC. Good. So. Go, go kick it to Brian. Yep. All Mix right, Brian. Up. So, based on your two, you've got uh, Cleveland. It'll Buffalo, be Browns and KC. And the Titans and KC. Oh, come on. Get, get started on that other beer there, Rob. It's going to be KC Buffalo. I agree with you. KC and Buffalo are definitely the two best teams in the AFC this year. So, that, that's what we're looking at. All right. So. We're going to go to the NFC, and because Rob jumped the gun, I'm going to start with Brian on this one, on the NFC side. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, Brian, you had Seattle, the Saints, and Washington. Now you're going to throw in the Packers, who are the one seed that had the bye week. So of those four, who are your top two? And I will be shocked if you say Washington. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no. Not Washington. Sorry. Uh, definitely Green Bay. They, they're they're going to make it through. They're, they're definitely the best team in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers has got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to show Green Bay that he's still the guy. Um, and if they do let him go this year, uh, which I know sounds crazy to say right now, but beginning of this season, it was, well, we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is really going to be our quarterback next year. So here they are, first round by number one team in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers is uh, giving the old salute to everybody there in Green Bay right now. But uh, he's definitely got something to prove. He's going to try his his best to get himself to a Super Bowl. So we'll see him in the NFC Championship at least. Uh, and I could see him playing the Saints. I think Drew Brees and the Saints are going to try and meet him there. And we're going to have one of those classic old old man quarterback uh, NFC Championships. The NFC is kind of kind of the weaker of the two conferences, I think. So, you know, New, uh, New Orleans and Green Bay, they're the best teams. They'll play and then meet whoever out of the AFC. But it uh, should be interesting. Okay. All right, Rob, you've been waiting long enough. What do you think? So I have for you is you have Seattle, you have the Saints, and you have the Bucks, and you have the Packers. Who are your top two out of those two? So between these four, these are going to be awesome quarterback matchups, right? Tommy versus Drew, Aaron versus Seattle guy, Russell Wilson. He's going to be the man. That's nine Super Bowls between these four quarterbacks. Um, Aaron Rodgers, if you are listening to this, I took you early in fantasy, and you have not disappointed. I know a lot of people in fantasy had you later in the rounds, but I took you early, and you paid off. So thank you, Aaron. 
Um, but no, I think uh, you also Green took Bay's a kicker in the first Seattle. round. So I mean, it's, don't don't pat yourself on the back. Oh, uh, listen, <laughs> it you know what things work out. I was I, I drafted a little early, but sometimes it works out. Sometimes you're the bug, and sometimes you're the windshield. Um, <laughs> but I think it's going to be a great old man uh, matchup there. I think Tommy against Drew. I think the first time, obviously, the first time you're ever going to play against each other in a playoff game. Um, but I think that'll be a good game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I give it to the Saints, and I think it'll be Saints and Green Bay in the AFC, uh, NFC Championship game. And I think, you know, two guys who have won one Super Bowl apiece, it'll be nice to see one of those guys going to the Super Bowl. And I, I would look forward to that, that uh, those championship games. Well, I think the way you have it, Rob, is if the Bucks were to win, they're going to be the lowest seed remaining, assuming the Rams or Chicago doesn't win. So then they would get the Packers because I think it's the lowest remaining seed plays the highest. So you'd have Brady versus uh, Aaron Rodgers in that first, the next game. So I don't think you'd have you don't have that matchup. Oh the yeah, you're championship. Right. But I, I think they're a five still, seed though. Yeah. Brady, wait, wait, how was Brady Washington Rogers, a four seed? Because Brady's they won their division. How is Washington a four seed? You're right. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. They're um, not the seven seed? No. Well, they would have been if in, in regular playoff structure. Uh, yeah, they but they won be. their division. So. Um, so my predictions will be I'm actually going to go with the old man thinking of by, by Rob. I, I would like to see the Saints and the Bucks in the AFC Championship game. Um, one of them would have to, the Bucks would have to knock off the Packers. Saints, I think, would have to beat. You know, the Seattle, I think that, that could happen. I think that's a toss-up as long as the Saints don't have the bad luck that they do uh, in the second round. AFC, I think I want – I think I got, like you guys, Chiefs and Bills. And, um, you know, we've, we've seen that a long time ago. You had the Chiefs versus the Bills when the Bills made, I think, their fourth, or third or fourth Super Bowl. They had Joe Montana on the Chiefs at that time, if you guys remember that. That was one of the last times the Bills made the uh, made the Super Bowls, one of their four that they lost, unfortunately. But uh, those are those are my picks. Um so we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. We'll see how right or wrong we were after all these. But I think you guys both made great picks. I do like the Washington upset pick. It's always fun to make make a fun pick like that. I think Washington could could do some damage. That would be interesting. Um, and I think everybody in New England, I don't know how they'd feel if they'd be excited because Tom Brady couldn't win a playoff game without Belichick um, on the team or if they're going to be happy, happy or sad because they want to see him win another ring. We'll see. Um, all right, guys, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. So uh, I know Rob's been excited about the Mets. So, Rob, we'll give you the first couple minutes to end, to end this thing, and you can, you can talk a little Mets baseball. I know you're excited by the Mets because it is the offseason. Of course, Mets fans are excited in the offseason. But a couple games in, that, that pretty much fades away. So go ahead, Rob. Thank you, Steve Cohen, Sandy Alderson. Biggest trade we've had in a long time. Getting Lindor and Carrasco, filling two very valuable needs. I think the Mets just became very, very relevant. They went immediately from a mid-level, could be good, to they are now contenders and at East and the NL. I think they're not done. I love what Sandy has done. He's one of the smartest guys in baseball. And yesterday... But that Lindor trade was a very, very happy and special day for Met fans. So thank you, Mr. Cohen. Thank you, Mrs. Alderson. Um, keep it going. Love to see a little Springer action in, in center field and leading off. I, I, I think Springer, McNeil, Lindor, Alonzo, Conforto, one through five is going to be a dangerous lineup. So 
hopefully we can land another guy and we'll see what happens. So let's go baseball. All right. And I, I, I like to give him a hard time because he likes the Mets, but at the same time, that's the, I know Mets fans have struggled. They've got a new ownership. Um, so hopefully this will, this will be good things for the Mets. Uh, I'm still, I'll make fun of you, Rob, but I'll still root for you guys. If it's not, if they're not playing my team, I'll root for you guys. I know how hard it's been being a Mets fan. So Brian, what do you got your last two minutes? Such a shame. You know, you're here. If you're going to pick one New York team to root for other than your Arizona team, and you go Mets. I can't believe it. No, I'm not going Mets. Yankees I'm just saying I will root because for Rob and other mm. friends that I know that are Mets fans. I'm not. I know that's what you're saying. But what we're all <laughs> hearing is that you're going Mets. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> you know, Yankees will still be there. Yankees will always be there. So welcome to the club, New York Mets. Buckle up. It'll be a fun ride. So can't wait to play you in the World Series. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, careful there, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm not. I don't know if the Mets are going to be that that good next year. But uh, I think they're definitely well, going in the right direction. What, I was going to say one, Rob already has his tickets. That's right. Uh, Rob's already Rob's already locked in his uh, his tent outside the stadium to get World Series tickets already. So yeah. I'm ready to go. COVID or no COVID, I'm going to be there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess for these guys, I guess I'll, I'll throw out my last minute here. Is uh, you know, it's 2021. Let's let's uh, let's turn this thing around. Let's let's have a good sports year. Um, you know, we're all Trumbull dads here, so you know, hopefully we'll our kids are doing all right with everything. Hopefully this will get back to normal at some point this year. I know it's been tough on everybody, but I'm glad we're I'm glad we're getting to have sports. I'm glad sports is finding a way to figure it out. Uh, even with the COVID, which is good. I think it's great for uh, the fans. I think it's great for. Uh, for the, honestly, for the country, it gives us a nice distraction because I think we are still stuck at home, especially with the second wave. So um, here's the 2021. I know it started off start with a bad start, but you can, you can finish this. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So come on, 2020, we're counting on you. So uh, for Cheers. Rob and Brian, uh, thanks so much for listening to us here on Trumble Dads. We'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs>